Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Jackson Dart houses it. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. It's on the turf and the Rebels recover it. Gets control and the dunk. Oh my goodness gracious. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to. But you need to. He hits one high and deep. Left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Yeah, I had a chance to say that a little bit on Saturday. It is gone. And then uh, we had a few more of those coming up on uh, Sunday with Ole Miss Baseball, which was good to see. Gary, Chuck, and Yancey. Like nine or ten over the weekend? Nine, ten? They hit seven yesterday yeah that Bianco's, sound right <laughs> bianco said earlier that it was tied for the most runs they scored 11 I think in an inning yeah team yeah that did it yeah I out would, of nowhere you know i, uh, I thank did, goodness yeah. run, exactly i did the the game saturday uh took care of mom on birthday yesterday and then by the time i first thought hey wonder what the score is i mean it was 11 to zip and they're still hitting in the bottom of the first inning yeah. and so uh, kudos to them, and it had been, you know, uh, a lot of maybe weight lifted from their shoulders. We'll see because Little Rock's going to be good. I know when you look at four and three for Little Rock, they're still one of the top predicted to be in the Sun Belt. Uh, Missouri State's four and three, but they lost two one-run games at Southern Miss and beat them three to one. So you know they went up against them on the weekend. They're going to be good, and then Iowa has a first rounder on Friday night that's going to throw it triple digits. It's supposed to be uh, uh in in Iowa ranked, even though I think they're three and four on the year. Yeah, they took their eighteenth. They lost to Auburn and two other power five Virginia, schools. Virginia, so, yeah, I mean Wichita baseball State. teams, yeah, yeah, <laughs> real baseball teams. Yeah. So yeah, so the opening part of this brought to you by First South Farm Credit, one hundred years of experience. You can check them out and let them help you through that First South Farm Credit financial journey. We've got your text messages coming in at six six two. Four two six one zero nine three. We shall get to those. Plus, we'll have Gordon Ford and Brad Henderson to talk with us. All right, I think your mic is is ready now. You, yeah. You, how how are you? I'm doing great. Um, kind of sleepy like Ole Miss was for the first uh, what five or six games, but uh, you know things picked up uh, on the baseball. I wish the basketball could get things going. They you know kind of picked the the worst time possible to lay an egg uh, Saturday against South Carolina. Um, Chuck, what what did you think about that? <laughs> I thought South Carolina was a damn good basketball team. One, and without Matthew Burrell, we're not going to beat anybody. And and when he got picked up his second foul, and and Chris Beard jerked him for about fourteen or fifteen minutes of the first half, um, I thought that was critical. And he said after Chris said after the game that, uh, you know, he he's going to have to rethink that. That he probably should have just left him in there and let him play. Uh, yeah. being how vital he is to the team. But by the time he put him back in there, we were, what, 12, 14 down at half? And, I mean, South Carolina controlled the tempo from that point on. They played smother in defense, and 
they had about the most efficient offense I've seen in a long time. I, I was really impressed with with Southern uh, South Carolina's coaching. Yeah, Lamont Paris doing a great job there. I thought, uh, like you, I thought South Carolina. I thought it was the best defense I've seen Ole Miss play against this season. Um, you know, it's a guard-oriented team. They're not going to get a lot from the paint game. You know, it is what it is at this point in the season. The guys down low, Gary, we were talking about it earlier. They're not going to, you know, Cisse and and Sharp and Brakefield. You know, they're not going to change who they are. So the guards have got to lead the way. Period. Yep. Well, and I didn't realize uh, Chris said after the game that. Breakfield's wrist is hurt. I didn't realize that. So that might could be a factor well, he, for that. I know he did go in and try and because I was while doing I think it was even the getting ready to do the pregame for, for baseball. He went to try and dunk and took a hard fall on that wrist mm-hmm. in the first half of that game. So I know he did I believe it was that game. He these played games through are, it. He these, played through these it. These games are starting to run together a little bit with all the sports and different things it going is. on. It is. Let's get some thoughts from Yancey, too, here. Outback Steakhouse still partnering with us to bring these. Steve Grantham operating nine locations of Outback Steakhouses in Mississippi and Tennessee. Yeah, first thought. Ole Miss's downward spiral in basketball started when Juju Murray went into a slump against Auburn. He hasn't been able to pull out of the funk, and not shockingly, neither has Ole Miss. Thought number two, as much as Jermaine Brakefield brings to the table for this Ole Miss basketball team, He's going to have to get tougher on the defensive end for this team to have a chance to win enough games down the stretch. Thought number three, if Ole Miss is going to make the NCAA tournament, they have to win at least three out of its last four games, and two of those have to be against Alabama and Missouri. Losses to either, and it's all to the NIT, in my opinion. Thought number four, this past week for the Ole Miss baseball team got off to an ugly start. The good news is they were able to stop the four-game losing streak by outscoring high point 37-2 in the last two games. <laughs> I thought the hitters, for the first time this season, were disciplined at the plate. That forced the pitchers to throw strikes, and Ole Miss made them pay. The last thought of the day, when I break down the Ole Miss offense on the baseball team, I still see a lot of potential despite the rough start. Guys like Ross, Leger, Fisher, Gatlin, Furness, and Gruff are too talented not to hit. Now we need to see players like Udemark, Hill, and Hughes get in the groove, which will allow players like Smithwick, Randall, Lyons, Markle, and Farney to come around at a freshman pace. All right, Gordon Ford joins us. It's the Motor of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com, Equal Housing Lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, are the ones to trust when it comes to orthopedic needs, such as sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, along with a physical therapy department. To make an appointment, call 901-759-3111 or schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. They also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 20. 2608 South Lamar Boulevard. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. We're about to bring Gordon Ford into the discussion. This portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929, 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you, Gary Chuck Yancey. Gordon, we're going to get to you. I just heard the the Campbell's Clinic, mm-hmm. right, uh, ad there moments ago. I was there this morning. Uh, the day of the ice storm here, before the ice, <laughs> old Darb trying to multitask in the garage. We've got a garbage can one side, the button to close the garage door on the other. I trip, I fall, I go smooth, straight down on the ceramic tile in the little, in the doorway of the kitchen. Uh, pretty bad sprains of the wrist, uh, worn a brace off and on, and and I got the the all clear. We're we're definitely sure nothing was ever broken, and uh, and I want to thank them for helping me out this morning. There That's you good go, stuff. Man. Yeah, good people. I didn't have a great story of you know I was. Yeah, you did. You, you got, got both yeah. your hands right now. To <laughs> well, use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Were any bones protruding? No, though. no. Okay. no. And luckily, because I was going nose down, um, and and caught myself. All right, Gordon. That's enough. How are you? I'm wonderful, man. How about yourself? We're doing fine. We're all good. How could you be wonderful after that game Saturday, Gordon? No, it was a pretty bad game, wasn't it, Chuck? I mean, yeah. you know, I've sat there and thought about it. I mean, bad shooting, you know, no inside play, uh, you know, Flanagan getting thrown out. I don't know if he's eligible for the next game or not. Yeah, I'm going to let you all tell That's me that. That's huge. I, that I haven't I, heard. Yeah, the I, SEC I, decides that. 
It's just not a set policy. They review the plays of flagrant twos and and they make the decision. It's not if you get one, you're you're out the next game or or you are. Is that right? Yeah, I didn't know they that. make the decision. It's a judgment call. So I, I surely hope they review the two plays before that happened. What the South Carolina player did to uh, to Flanagan because Flanagan just did not do that out of nowhere. There was a reason why he popped oh, in that's like true. that. Yeah. And that's going to be huge, G-Man. I mean, as you know, I mean, Ole Miss is in the position right now. Their best post player is a wing, Flanagan. And, uh, you know, that's a huge problem. But they've got to have him. they got to have Morrell. And like I said at the beginning, they got to have Juju Murray to get back to playing Juju's game. Uh, you know, this is a guard-oriented team. Let me let me it say real quick, and, and, and I'm With taking this. Size or hang, hang on, Gordon. Hang, hang on, Hang on, Gordon. Taking this uh, from the Clarion Ledger, who is is a report that says speaking to a Southeastern Conference spokesperson c- confirmed Alan Flanagan will not receive SEC suspension after hitting Zachary Davis on Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I think that was because they reviewed what happened on those two plays before, and it's a shame that they didn't go back and look at those plays when they reviewed what Flanagan did because he uh, one of them definitely uh, – the guy that he thumped, uh, thumped him pretty good in the private spot. And the play before that, he shoved his head. So Flanagan had had enough of it. Um, so, you know, uh, that's, that's big for Ole Miss, though. The, the big news is that he'll get a play against Alabama because without him, it would be really, really long odds. So what, what, what is, G Man, what, what does Ole Miss got to do to get back on track? Well, one thing is, uh, they need to, uh, shoot better and, uh, they need to play better defense. You know, say what did he have, three rebounds? I mean, your inside guys, they were lobbing to him and dropping it and that sort of thing. But I think that, you know, you've got to get Morrell in there and he's got to start hitting shots. You know, he you know doesn't need to be in foul trouble. Juju Murray, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. And then Flanagan, and uh, he's got to start scoring as well. And, you know, Brakefield's doing a decent job, but he's not – a power forward type of guy like, you know, South Carolina came off with this guy named Bowers and, you know, he's like six, six and those guys go in there and rebound, but they're going to have a tough test against Bama. I mean, they're big up front Pringle at six ten, uh, Nelson, the transfer from South Dakota state Sears, who's a great shooter, Estrada, not the guy from chips. Who's another guard <laughs> and, uh, Graham, who's a power guy that can play for him. So they got to get in there and rebound. And um, basically, you know, think about it, guys. They don't really have much of a bench. When they come off, they come off with guards. They don't really come off with a true power forward type of guy. And that's what's hurting them. Yeah, and Alabama scores in, in bushels. Yeah. I mean, man, they, they, got, they got their – Mm. Breaks beat off of them up in Lexington, but they score, still scored ninety five points. But that's the that's Step the thing it down about the floor, it, Chuck, it, and that's what they like to do and yep. shoot it. Yep. Bama got a little time off. They got embarrassed. The coach is going to tell them you embarrass the university. You're losing your seating. He, that caught their attention, just like when South Carolina came into town. Right, had a little time off, lost two or three games in a row, uh, a lot of momentum loss, and got their attention. It doesn't set up well for Ole Miss, but I just got a feeling. I don't know why. I've got a funny feeling that Ole Miss is going to play really well this game against Alabama. Maybe that's more than hope and wishes than reality, but. Uh, I, I got a sneaky feeling they're going to play well. I, I really do. I think, uh, I think, I think Juju is going to 
get things together. I think the fast pace that Alabama plays with is going to allow him a little more freedom uh, to get some better shots. Uh, and then Morrell, you know, I think he knows his do or die time and his career is coming to an end. Uh, probably he's still got another year, COVID year left, but he'll most likely try to go and, and test the waters uh, in, in, in the pros. So, uh, you know, everything's at stake. Like I said, they've got to beat Alabama and they got to beat Missouri because Missouri is a resume killer, right? And then Alabama, they haven't had that signature win yet. And so they've got to win those two games. But it's still there in front of them. No, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, they can beat A&M. They can beat Missouri. They can beat Georgia for sure. And they could beat Alabama. I mean, Alabama doesn't have real big, bulky players down low. And that's the thing that kills us when they have, you know, a powerful center or Guys who are, you know, big and strong, like, you know, that that hurts us. And yeah, Gordon, they don't a, really have that. That's a great point with B.J. Mack as a muscled-up guy from South Carolina and uh, Tolu Smith at Mississippi State's a muscled-up guy. Heck, Mississippi State's got three or four muscled-up guys, uh, and they just overpowered yeah, Ole Miss and start I mean, yeah. I mean, people like that give us trouble. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100% on that. Uh, and, you know, even though CSA scored 13 points against South Carolina, um, it, it, it just didn't seem like it was, uh, I don't know, just didn't seem like they were critical points, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. No, yeah. I agree with you. And, and they've got what kills Ole Miss defensively is the offensive rebounds, right? They yeah. play great for, you know, the shot clock, 34 seconds, and then, boom, they get the they get an offensive rebound. And, and I mean, it's like clockwork that team is going to hit a three almost every single time. And you can just feel the energy come out. And that that's what they – I mean, you look at the offensive rebounds by opposing teams. South Carolina had 15 in this last game, and that's pretty low. Um, you know, usually they're going to have 18 to 20 rebounds, offensive rebounds, and Ole Miss is going to be stuck around 10 to 12. And that's, that's the difference. It's just getting your elbow out there and getting some rebounds. Yeah. I mean, Chuck, you called it earlier in the season – with the rebounds and with the post players, not going to get much. You said that would be a hope and a prayer to get eight to ten points a game combined from CSA and Sharp, and we kind of laughed about that. Didn't think that was true, and well, I mean that's they can't even get that. Here's the thing: got a text message, and I said if we got what eight and eight or ten and ten, right, yeah. you'd be okay. I'm wrong because <laughs> Chuck was right; I was wrong. You know, um, because in SEC play, because I pulled it up because because of the text message there. If you put Sharp and Cisse's points together, it's 8.1. You put their rebounds together, it's 8.6. So you're getting the 8-8 eight eight that I that I thought would be enough because I thought you had enough scoring with Morrell and with Flanagan and with Murray. Yeah. And then I thought, and here's where I think, there's not enough Brandon Murray and T.J. Caldwell. Those are the guys that got to come off the bench TJ. And, and, and do that. You're only going to play the eight guys anyway. They've got to be a little more you know productive when they're out there. Yeah, TJ. I wonder he's, why he... they're not playing Brandon Marshall. And Chuck, I went and checked this out. I called Derek Horn at Temple, and he told me in football, after four games, you can redshirt. In basketball, you can't redshirt. You know, there's no certain amount of games. So, you know, he's basically played his year this year. With Rashad Marshall, good point. He was needed. All right, G. Thanks for Thank joining you. us. Thank you, G. Man. You're welcome. More of your text messages as we get back after the break here on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. 
Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Taylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. For a few text messages and a couple of other things in this portion of it, we thank Gordon for being with us. The almost women's basketball team at Mizzou, they're up 13-10 after one quarter of play. We'll get more into the uh, topic of that and other sports at the back end of our program. But women's basketball taking the lead. They're playing on a Monday night. Yep, yep. Speaking of basketball, I I, I would imagine that this all season beer is going to get what seven, eight portals, and probably five or six, <laughs> or about two thirty or more. He's going to get some big old bruisers, and this uh, this lack of rebounding and grit is going to be a thing of the past. Well, uh, and most of the text messages, guys, go in that direction, such as why isn't Sharp and Cisse more dominant on the boards? And the question also is who is working with them on rebounding? Al Peekins is the big man coach, but, it, you know, what's the old saying? <laughs> Can't make chicken salad out of chicken, you know what? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... It, you got to want to rebound, that's for sure. Well, and they're just frail. They're frail compared to what we're playing against. They're, I mean, they're 220, 7'5", or whatever. I bet Sharp's and, not even that. And and we're playing against 260, 270, 280. 
Uh, one, I, saw, I noticed one kid at Mississippi State was 6'11", 280. Yeah. I mean, they're just they're just getting mauled in there. Well, and, and if you look at average minutes per SEC game, C-State's averaging a little over 18 minutes a game, and he's got 36 fouls. So he's averaging two fouls a minute, if you think of it, on the floor. Because he can't he stay can't, on the he floor. Can't, he can't physically hold his ground, like yeah. Chuck's saying. So you reach around, right? You get fouls. It's uh, as simple as that. And you know, and we're being awfully critical of those two guys. They're they're decent basketball players, but they're in a different league right now than they were in last year. They're in a physical league. Uh, I don't think Western Kentucky and wherever CSA was Oklahoma State. State. I don't think they play that physical ball like that. I mean, we got some bruisers in this league. Yeah, it's bruisers. bruisers. The, the Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year though still is a little. I mean, I. I just, I don't know. I just thought it would have been more than this. That's just me. Other question about baseball, and it's about pitching rotation this weekend. And I know we were listening to Coach uh, Bianco talking with Richard and the group, and he has said Gunnar Dennis on Friday, JT Quinn on Saturday, yeah. Grayson Sonia on Sunday against Iowa. So mm-hmm. that's the way that they will go. Yeah. I mean, Gunnar's earned it. I mean, he's been the most consistent. Um, arguably him and Wes Mendez in the fall and spring were – you know, one and two, and, um, but there was a gap after them as the starters. And, I mean, Quinn and Sonia, they're going to have to tighten up. Uh, there's some other guys behind them that could take that role. So, like uh, Mike said, you know, you earn to be there, but you got to stay there. And, you know, walking five, seven guys is, is not going to cut it. That's the thing. Cut down to walks if you're yep. Quinn and Sonia. And, and a, a little deeper both of them. into the game. I have not saying they've got to go six, seven innings, but they got to get you into five good innings yeah. and yeah. get into the bullpen, which uh, does look like there's extra arms yeah. to give you an innings worth of work here or there. Yeah, they got the best stuff on the 10, uh, JT and Sonia. There's no question about that at the starters, but you gotta, you can't walk guys. Uh, this is just the level competition is too high once you get to this D1 level and they'll eat you up. It's just like Ole Miss. I said in one of my five thoughts, they started being selective at the plate, started becoming professional hitters, making them throw to them and they just lit them up. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what happens with Sonia and, and JT. You know, they just, they try to get too cute and try to hit those corners consistently and then they get guys on base and that's just got to come to stop. Text messages brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw, CCMOxford.com. We'll take more at 426-1093 if you want, but we need to talk some injuries as well if we have any from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Well, obviously, one we didn't know about, Jamin Brakefield's got a, a wrist issue, and that's that doesn't bode well because he's, I mean, whether you like his game or not, he's one of the top five players on the team and yeah. certainly one of the leaders of the team, so... Uh, he needs to be healthy for the, for Alabama, or at least functional. And also, you know, the thing that's been missing is that physical presence from Jermaine. And if you got a hurt wrist, it's hard to be physical. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that's that's tough. And then, you know, on the baseball side, you still got the four pitchers that are out with the Tommy John. That nothing's changed. Luckily, there's no more arm injuries to report right now. Um, I believe uh, uh, Leje uh, sprained his ankle coming around base on Sunday. They took him out of the game. I haven't heard anything back on that, but I think he'll be fine. Uh, not, nothing bad was reported. I think it was obvious to me that he is the leader of the crew. Yeah. There, if you if you watch before games, during games, and everything, they're following along. They, you know, if you go 
And, and you think about what's on you know the field of play right now. I mean, Smithwick's a true freshman. Udemark's been around. You know, Leger and Groff have been here now for over a year and kind of get it, and they're the guys that are. It looked like to me, you know, the the clubhouse leaders, so to speak. And it's and also he, he's easy to follow when he's batting four thirty five too. <laughs> that does help, doesn't it? Yeah, that, no doubt. That gives your leadership and, credentials. And I'm going to guess about five of those outs that are recorded have been screamers, just right at the third mm, baseman, right at them. I mean, and I like this freshman group too. I mean, the position players: Smithwick, Randall, Lines, Markle. And Farney, those guys, they're, they're going to be good SEC players. So we've seen in years past where they were pitcher heavy or position player heavy. There's a nice mixture of pitchers and, and position players in this class and what they got coming in next year. So, you know, take a deep breath, Ole Miss fans. I think things are going to be okay on, on the baseball diamond. I think so. I mean, I, and I too, I also think that this non-conference schedule is a little, better than i thought it was yes. i'm not trying to make excuses right. for the losses because they with, are what with they hawaii are. and arkansas right, they are what they are and and the team did not look good in some of them mike said it over and over you know players did as well but i think and i hopefully that bodes well when you get into sec play that the the tougher competition will have helped out what gives me a little hope is that saturday they threw their ace who's supposed to be the southern conference pitcher of the year and uh i think you know we, we, we lit him up decently. Bianco's teams usually fare better against the more power arms, right? Think so. Yep. We'll talk, we'll see that against Iowa. We'll talk more about it with Brad Henderson after the break. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
or call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Well, along with the guys Chuck and Yancey, Gary here, and the man that's seen every pitch of every game of Ole Miss baseball this season, the one, the only, Brad Henderson. Hindu. What's up, man? How you doing, Hindu? Man, all good. Hey, I got a question for y'all, though. Are... Are y'all all together or are y'all doing this remote? Because if y'all all together and I and I didn't get an invite, man, I'm, I'm, we're, we're fixing to have to re- renegotiate something out of this deal. You can come up here every Monday you would like. Trust us on that. I mean, we'd okay. love to have you sitting right here next to us. You um, can take my spot. You're smarter than I am anyway. So what? <laughs> uh, I'm argue that one, Chucky. <laughs> After that Arkansas State loss, you know what? Well, what were you thinking to yourself driving home? You know, I, I'll be honest with you, and, and I listened to a little of you guys a while ago. But uh, man, the first five games were a gauntlet because, of course, you you know you fly five thousand miles. You knew that was going to be tough. We played thirteen innings the first game, then turn around the next day and play fourteen innings for a doubleheader. And, man, it's a grind. And I'm not making excuses because 18 to 21-year-olds should be resilient, right? But it's, it's, it's different. And I didn't understand because I'd never been to Hawaii, but, but it's different. And, and I don't know that I'm still not over the jet lag from, from getting back. Uh, and then you run into an Arkansas State team that returned eight position, you know, eight position players that, uh, that played last year. And, uh, and they always give us a dogfight, right? Even when Cass and I were coaching there, we had a little success against 
uh, Ole Miss when we were coaching in Arkansas State. So it, it, it was a tough setup, and you, you hated to come out of that two and three. Was I surprised? I really wasn't because we're trying to figure out who we are, what our 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 identity is, and we're still not to that point. But uh, so you know, I, I think we got to see some good things. I, I think we obviously saw some deficiencies. Uh, and, and we played so many people, uh, and they'll weed themselves out when it's all said and done, but you've got to give guys opportunities early in the year. And as a result of it, we went two and three to start the season. Uh, so, you know, I, I know that's a long answer, and, and again, it's not an excuse maker, but uh, as this is my fifth year to do this. In the past four years, we've pretty much been able to pencil in Ninety percent of that batting order um, on day one, and it was stayed pretty true to the end of the season. Mike and those guys hadn't had that luxury, and they're still trying to mix and match and and, and put the pieces of the puzzle together. Yancey, I'll tell you really what he was thinking after that game was what he told me. I can finally go to sleep now. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I, after, after Friday's game, I mean, I. You know, and, and you know some of that has taken a toll on those kids and those coaches. And, again, it's not an excuse. It, it's the hand we were dealt. It's the schedule we set up to play. And, you know, Mike and them, they'll tell you, they're not pleased with where they're at right now, four and four. But Saturday and Sunday were – obviously it was good to see the bats get going. It was good to see Gunnar Dennis throw well. I thought Sonia was really good yesterday. So, you know, ho- hopefully the guys now can just take a deep breath and, and, and just play the game they love. I still think, Hindu, they have something to hang their hat on regardless, and that's the bullpen. You look at Braden Jones, Nichols, Mallet, Spencer, Simmons, Doyle. Those guys can deal it. And so w- even if you get those starters in trouble, you know you got the arms behind them to put out the fire. And and that's what they got to do. I mean, we kind of were talking about it off off the air a little bit earlier. You know, these players, especially these transfers, they're getting paid real money for the first time. And, you know, it was, I was asking, like, why would they be putting pressure on themselves? Because they're getting paid, right? And so I think yeah, that, that has a lot to do with it, too. Yeah, it, it probably does. And I, I don't know, I, you know, because obviously we didn't get paid when we were here. But, <laughs> you know, it, it, but it's also the added pressure for those transfers and new guys. This is big boy baseball. You know, you, you're going to run out there at Swayze in front of seven to 10,000 seems like every single night when they flip the lights on. And, and that's an eye opener. And I, I just think they were putting so much pressure on themselves. Uh, and there's still a few guys that I still think are pressing, um, uh, to either make that perfect pitch or, or, or hit a ball 490 feet rather than just hitting a line drive into center field. And that will come with more ABs and more innings under their belt. Uh, but, but I do think they were pressing and you could see it certainly really the entire series in Hawaii and, and against, uh, Arkansas State, you know, but I think the more, the more we get to play and I like playing a lot of these games early. We'll have five games this week is guys are, are going to start to settle in because of, you know, the game's going to slow down for them. So, you know, again, it's a mix and match for, for coaching those guys, but they're starting to get it figured out and, uh, you know, really, you just hope to have it figured out by the first SEC weekend. And, dude, what are a couple players or a couple areas that you really want to see Ole Miss improve on this week going forward? 
you said that there were some things they were doing good, doing bad. What what do you want to see Ole Miss, their, their adjustments this week? Well, number one, and, y- and y'all talked on it before the break, was uh, you'd like to see your starting pitchers pound the zone a little bit more. You know, and, and some of that could have been a result of I'm not getting very much run support, so I can't I can't really throw the ball over the plate. And, and mm-hmm. if that was the mentality, then you know they they've got to flush that and, and let their defense work more. And that's the only thing that's gotten JT Quinn in a little bit of trouble is you know the stuff is unbelievable, but he hadn't pounded the zone like I was hoping he he would come out doing his first two starts. I think you saw Grayson Sonia do that yesterday. He was really good. He didn't have near the punch outs he probably wanted, but he let his defense go to work, and we played really good defense behind him. And I think that's what they're going to have to do. And then back to your point, if they do get in trouble, we are deep enough in the bullpen now where you can run a guy like Mallets out there for three innings or, or Nichols or Maddox. I mean, the list goes on with quality, quality arms, and I think Coach B is kind of – he's talked to that bullpen. So I hope – we get to a point where we start using that bullpen some more where maybe you can save these starters' arms a little bit more before we get into conference play. Now, obviously, the scores are going to dictate some of that, but uh, I don't think you have to put near as much pressure on them as, say, we did in the Casey or Hoagland or, or Delusia down the stretch. You know, obviously, if they're throwing good and they're, they're within their pitch count limit, you can keep them in and keep them running. But, but you do have the luxury now – to not second-guess yourself if you go get a couple guys warmed up in the bullpen ready to go. Brad, has is, uh, is Gunnar Dennis surprised you any? I mean, it's kind of surprised me that he was named a weekend starter. Uh, but after he has, he's now 2-0 and and certainly pitched good Saturday. Yeah, and I heard Mike say today he, he's going to pitch Friday. Right. So they, they mm-hmm. actually bumped him up. And, uh It surprises me because he wasn't one of the names going into the fall you heard a lot about. It doesn't surprise me after you saw what he did in the fall and in the spring inter-squads that he's earned that. And he's a four-pitch guy, and he's a strike thrower. And and he simply relies on his defense, and he misses a lot of barrels. So at this point, it does not surprise me to see him pitching on a weekend, much less this Friday night against a really good Iowa team. So what's going on with Liam Doyle is what I want to know. Because, I mean, when we we signed him, I thought he was penciled in to be, you know, maybe one of the weekend starters. Yeah, I I think originally, I, I think you sign everybody at this level to be a weekend starter. And, and I mean that honestly. And obviously they're basing it off his resume coming from Coastal, which is a, a, a really good uh, Sunbelt mid-major school where he's had some success. If you remember, Coastal won a national championship not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, I think he is one of the guys I was saying is pressing. You know, you get these new guys, like y'all were talking about, the NIL, the portal, all the hype. And uh, to be honest with you, Chuck, they just try and do too much. They don't stay within themselves, but I think it comes with time. He didn't have a very good outing in Hawaii. So what you don't want to happen is that to snowball. Okay, I had a I had a bad outing, so now I've got to do doubly good, and then you end up snowballing out of control. So I, I think they'll get him settled back in, get him some more innings, probably in a midweek or 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 a, a relief appearance, and then it's just back to back. You need to have back to back good outings and build off that, build off that, and he possibly could get back in that rotation. But I'll tell you, we're we're a lot deeper this year on the mound 
than we were last year, which creates good competition, right? And then, you know, the cream's always going to rise. So you hope, uh, you know, you hope he figures it out. But if not, you know, you got a solid left hander in that pen that can come get left handers out. What does, uh, what does Austin Simmons bring to the table? You know, I, um, everybody's interested in that because he's a football player, you know, <laughs> quarterback. I knew uh, you were going to bring him up, Chuck. I can't believe we're not talking about Taiwan Malone last year. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, Chuck, he is, uh, he's electric, brother. I mean, it's, it's 92 to 95 from the left side and it gets on you in a hurry. Uh, the thing that has impressed me is, uh, as, as much as anything is his composure um, and, and his breaking ball. But the composure at his age uh, is the thing that surprised me the most. He walks out there and he expects to get you out. Uh, and he's had obviously had success doing that early on in his baseball career here. But I was telling, I was telling, telling him yesterday when he, when he came out there, it's probably not as hard for him because you don't have a guy like J.J. Pegues, you know, track, track, you know, trying to trying to just run over you, you yeah. know, and decrease <laughs> you, you know. So it's nothing to go out there and try and get a try and get three up, three down in an inning compared to what he goes through, you know, in in summer and 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 fall workouts with the football team. So I've been I've been really pleased with him. I I didn't know what to think at first. I thought, well, maybe he's just a football guy that's going to come out here, and but no, he's a real arm, and uh, he he is going to. He's really going to help this staff this year, uh, whether that be just coming in to get a left-hander out or trying to get you a couple of innings to, to stretch the game out to get the Mallets or Spencer. Uh, he's going to be a real asset. Brad, is Tracing Hughes one of these guys that you're talking about that might be pressing a little bit? He's on, in a different level of ball now, but, I mean, we really hadn't seen a different level yet. We're, we've got two more levels to go once we get into <laughs> SEC play, but – uh, it, it, you think he's one of the guys that's kind of pressing right now? I do. I do. Now, now, let me start out by saying that kid can defend in right field. He is an asset for you defensively. But obviously he was the number 11 portal transfer in the country. He was a preseason All-American. And with that comes a lot of added pressure. And he's just trying to do too much. You know, I, I, I think they'll keep him in the bottom of the lineup where he needs to be right now to try and get some fastballs, but you can see him lifting just a little bit, um, especially now that Ross, Fisher, Hill starting to come out of it. You know, those other transfer guys are, are, are seem to be getting in the groove a little faster than he is, uh, but I certainly think he can get there. He, he's a talented young man uh, with a really good swing from the left side. He just needs some at-bats, kind of like I was talking about, under the lights, in the big show, um, he just needs some more. The other guys are already starting to get it. Jackson Ross has absolutely gone off now. Fisher's is starting to figure it out. And you saw Luke Hill start to come out of it, too. So, Chase is just a little bit behind those guys in, in, in settling in. But I do think he'll get there. And, dude, what do you think about the situation with uh, Will Furness and Bo Gatlin? You know, a lot of fans want them both in the lineup every day. Obviously, it's a lefty-righty matchup. Can Gatlin move over there to second base or play somewhere on the field as well if that came down to it, or is it just going to be a lefty-righty and one of them sits every game? Well, that, that's a Mike Bianco question. But if you're asking me personally, yeah, I think Bo, Bo Gatlin can play second base, or you can move Leger back there and put Bo Gatlin in left field. Uh, obviously, he's been a spark plug off the bench for us 
and he's off to a tremendous start. He had two, uh, you know, two hits in his start on Friday. Uh, yeah. He had a big home run down in Hawaii. Kid's got a lot of juice too. Uh, as far as Furnace goes, I, I just think the thing with Will Furnace was he didn't have a great fall, and Will said that in the post game the other day. And uh, I think it was more of a mental thing for Will. And we saw so many left-handed pitchers early in the season that, uh, you know, there wasn't a reason really to start him basing it off of his fall. But I, I think you see now what Will Furnace can do. And I, I liked Will last year a lot. I thought mm-hmm. he handled left-handers late in the year. I thought he had a really nice approach against left-handers late in the year. But uh, one thing for Will is, and again, he said it, Will doesn't need to hit 298 again with three homers. That, that's not what he came to Ole Miss to do. They'll be, I, I think they'll be okay with him hitting 250 as long as he banged it out of the yard 12 or 15 times, and he's off to a good start trying to get to that number. So he knows he knows he needs to be more like his dad, and he's up there to drive in runs, right? And so he is producing right now. I don't see him coming out of the lineup uh, – you know, anytime soon. I, I hope he gets that opportunity to stretch it out, you know, give him four or five games in a row. Because you know as well as I do, if it's a spot start, those are really, really hard to produce in because you, you put a lot of added pressure on yourself. But I know Coach B and Coach Clem, having those two guys uh, is certainly a plus, knowing you can plug them in at any time. But I do think they both will get more at-bats uh, as we roll along. Thank you, Henry. Great stuff as awesome. always, buddy. Awesome, Appreciate buddy. you. We'll talk right, to you man. next week. I'm joining you guys next time. You're coming on the on on live on the show next week, right here next to yep. us. You're we'll in charge. You right. You're in charge of refreshments. We'll see you then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you Thank you, buddy. <laughs> oh, to Brad's point too. Will Furness has two hits, two home runs, seven runs batted in, True. second on the team in in those those at bats. So what far. five at bats? Yes. Well, well, at least. But but listen. He's got to do better than 222, which is what he's batting right now. Agreed. But I love his swing. I, I love his approach. I love his approach. I do, too. He's a professional hitter. Yeah. Final part of the program comes up next. I don't know she's all right. I don't know she's all right. She's all right. She's all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate with over 40 years of combined experience the tom smith land and homes team serving the cleveland mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers their knowledge and expertise about agricultural hunting and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state with tom smith land and homes you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Land and Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, all Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, we thank Brad Henderson for being on with us. Got to tell you, too, a little bit about the Faris Group. Nearly two decades of expertise helping retirees invest and distribute your savings. Give them a call. They've got locations, Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, Baton Rouge, 1-877-327-3735. And a quick little Ole Miss news brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers. South leader in the state jewelry and diamond solitaires, as Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. The almost women's basketball team up twenty six to seventeen at the half over Missouri. A win tonight, Ready. and they can almost lock up the double bye. Right now, they mm-hmm. are the third seed in the SEC, and they will actually, looking at the standings now, lock up a double bye. They could be fourth, but probably uh, they won't be able to drop down into fifth. We've talked about baseball throughout, and of course, then you've got men's hoops against Alabama at the uh, SJB Pavilion Wednesday night at 8. Joe Lenardi has them in the next four out. Yeah. Jerry Palm, CBS, has them Still in a play-in in. game in Dayton as yeah. an 11 seed against Gonzaga. Right? Win against Bama, and it, it turns it. everything. That's right. That's right. It turns everything. Um, which is a tough task. <sighs> Bama coming off. Gosh, those wings can shoot the lights out. Yeah, they're, mean, aren't they averaging like eighty-eight points a game? They went through nine just... straight games of triple digits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they and just... like you said, the loss to Kentucky, they still got in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> so. but they're not going to bang it around. Which are the teams that really give Ole Miss problems? It's going to be up and down. The guards going to have to make their shots. It's as simple as that. Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by the Grove Collective to enhance those NIL opportunities for all Ole Miss student-athletes. 
All right. We apologize for uh, a little issue there in the middle of that, Yancey. We'll do yeah. that, and then we'll get the good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, ebb and flow of, of radio, right? Um, so, Chucky, big time, uh, I think, hire uh, on the recruiting side at the minimum with Corey Dennis, who you said was the son-in-law of uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah. So that's interesting note. I did not I know didn't that. check that, but yeah. I was told that. One more quick uh, recruiting tidbit. Deuce Knight out of George County, Mississippi. He was up there in uh, Nashville at a private school, transferred back to Mississippi. Surprised a lot of people who committed to Notre Dame over Ole Miss. Uh, but Deuce said that, Alabama and Ole Miss are still right there with Notre Dame. He plans on visiting uh, shortly Ole Miss. And um, keep your ears open still for Deuce Knight as he was the number one quarterback target for the Rebels in that class. Good, bad, and ugly brought to you by Riverland Roofing, your local roofing firm, inspections, new roofs, and maintenance programs at 662-644-4297. I guess you can figure these out. Good. (laughs) After going on a four-game losing streak early this spring season, the Rebel baseball team finally broke out of their doldrums especially at the plate, defeating visiting High Point 12-2 Saturday and 25-2 Sunday. We don't know how good High Point Saturday and Sunday pitchers are, but their Saturday guy was supposed to be the Southern Conference Pitcher of the Year. The Rebs' power showed up on the weekend with nine home runs, and the pitchers threw some quality innings to hopefully get back on the right track. The Lady Rebels ran away from Georgia and Oxford 73-51 to to move to 19-7 overall, 9-4 in the league. And they're winning tonight at halftime. Um, 26-17 at Mizzou. At Missouri. The bad, the four-game losing streak in baseball, the two-game losing streak in men's hoops. Since we were last on air, took the wind out of our sails, but we got a chance to get it back coming up Wednesday against Alabama. Hotty toddy.